0: 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
2: Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. Coming up on this Wednesday edition, we're going to look back at the Eastern Conference Finals. Game four, did the Miami Heat finally get it done and put the Celtics out of their misery? Plus, we're going to have some other NFL news and notes. We've got the old P. Petros Papadakis stopping by. We've got our midweek awards. And we've got the BQ News. It's all yours. 6 a.m. Eastern time, 3 o'clock Pacific. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio.
3: Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio.
2: Oh, yeah. Grab those brooms and Whoa. turn them into a guitar. Rock on, baby. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. You can listen to this show as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country and wherever you are making us a part of your Tuesday morning. We appreciate you doing so. We're going to take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific, and we do it all live, live. from the TireRack.com studios, TireRack.com. will help you get there An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10000 recommended installers tire mm-hmm. the way tire buying should be good morning mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. good morning how's everybody feeling
4: mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. how y'all feeling
5: i feel a sweep i mean i mean sweet oh, oh you feel sweet what how could <laughs> ah, you do
4: that that's a good one <laughs> that's What's, a good one how could you do that you came out the gate with that huh it was, it was a slip yeah. uh, i messed up ah. uh, feeling real sweet i mean sweet today <laughs> it, yeah, i, I um, like it i'm gonna use that
2: listen use that thank god it's over Because that's the way that it was going to go. And you knew that sort of after game three. All right, are we really going to drag this on to the Lakers win game four? And then we got to wait another couple of nights to try and find out what the final score is going to be when everybody knows it's going to be Denver advancing the Lakers played valiantly, but the bottom line is Denver's the did best. Did they? The be- best team in the LeBron NBA. did. Yeah. Okay. All right. The yeah. was out there uh, was giving trying. his all. Okay. You know, some of the other guys might have, uh, if they could have helped out. Tapped out a raise. little bit? Yeah, a little okay. bit. All right. But, man, Denver's fun to watch, man. They are fantastic. And Nikola Jokic, uh, absolutely phenomenal the entire series, your Western Conference Finals MVP. And the more I watch them – The more I'm looking forward, whoever comes out of the NBA, whoever comes out of the Eastern Conference and uh, newsflash, it's not going to be Boston. Whoever that is that comes out, they're going to have their hands full having to deal with Jokic and Mike Malone and that bench and Jamal Murray and everything that comes along with the
4: Denver Nuggets. That's fine, man. But Miami looks like, I mean, Bam is establishing himself. I mean, he's not. Clearly on on the elite level and status of 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 the Joker, but I mean, Bam is is really really emerged as as a a real go to guy that that is almost like becoming a household name based off of the way that he's playing. So, and you know, obviously with what you get with with Jimmy Butler, but I mean, the way Miami has been playing, I think Miami's going to end up. They might do the same exact thing that Denver did. Good and riddance. we'll get this thing going pretty pretty quickly. I mean, I I want to say because I was like I I I watched the Heat play this year, and I just don't recall in my mind like man like, huh the Heat the Heat can do it like they can they can make it to to the the final round Cincinnati Cincinnati huh like all right you the, know the Heat it's like the Heat out of the East. Huh? Like, all right, you know, and they are clearly playing the best basketball um, in the East out of the final two teams. They, I mean, they basically, in essence, have made the Celtics quit. They quit. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Um, but it's looking like it's going to be Miami and, and Denver that that plays in the finals. It's not. It's not the ideal final in terms of markets and what people want from it, but. What what I, what I appreciate about this, what's what's taking place right now is Jimmy Butler's getting his flowers for how he's playing. Uh, you have an emerging star in and and uh, Bam out of by you, Um You you got emerging star in that, and the world is getting to see why there's such a fuss about. Jokic, yeah, you know, that's say it right? Yeah, Jokic. Yeah, yeah. Jok- Jok- Jokic. Jokic. I'm going to call him Jokic. 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 all right. Um, I, I, I think now everybody's joined into the conversation comfortably, like, dude should have got MVP for a third time. Like, he's the best player in the NBA. Yeah, be careful. You'll start uh, some controversy. You go, well, yeah, I, you I, know, hey,
5: LeVar, yeah. I'm not sure if you know this, but, uh, yeah, a lot of people – they're not a fan of him winning it a third time in no, a row. Racist. Uh, no. some people think it's because he's white. I'm just yeah. saying. Yeah. <laughs> I,
2: I get it. Never mind the fact that he's European. Uh, you know, yeah. so that doesn't count. You know, it's just. But wait, um, I love team. how
5: like everyone brings up that point, but no one has an issue with the fact that uh, what is it? Three of of our last uh, uh, the last five MVPs have all gone, all gone to European players. Yeah, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Yes, Nikola Jokic and. GLMB now, <laughs> but, but it's it's, like none of them are from the U.S. But like no one cares about that. But it's like, all the about last five Volcana. It's
2: the color. It's not about where yeah. the color comes from. It's just the color. Everybody yeah. focus on that. That's right. Like, like, like let's not talk
5: about the fact that like maybe, <laughs> maybe. There's young men being developed better overseas right now in professional basketball than they are <laughs> in the United States. Oh, should that be something we talk about? No, 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 no. no. Let's not talk about that. Yeah, Let's talk a, about something else. That's, that's a,
2: racist. Too, too, oh, a, too in depth. You gotta go. You gotta go <laughs> surface <laughs> level. toe is level. on it. <laughs> it's just so manufactured, man. Like it's just so like you can't find can, anything better. So that's the angle we go with.
5: Can can I, yeah, that's true. Um, can I be real though? When I was watching the first half. I felt like the Lakers were getting a bunch of calls and I'm going, all right, this is, this is like typical NBA. That, that's when my conspiracy theory of mine started to go. I'm like, it's it just, it feels like it's going to be one of those lopsided, like Lakers get one so they don't get swept because you, we all know what the narrative is right now. Like we're, we're right now talking about, you know, Denver and all that, but the narrative is not Denver. The narrative is the Lakers. It's LeBron. It's how much more is he going to play? He hinted at retirement. He gets swept. What does that mean for his legacy? Like all these things that are going to be talked about. I personally feel like it's really it's really dumb to focus on that or like when that argument, you know, happens. Because he was phenomenal last night. At his age, what he did, he carried the team basically wire to wire and even gave the Lakers a shot. Now I know that wasn't how he performed the entire series. But when they needed him to do the most in that game, he was everything he needed to be.
2: Played every minute,
5: but he just you know in the end, like they needed more. Like that, that the Nuggets team's could, man. Like they are a good team. It, as much as it's about Jokic, it's all the pieces involved too. And that's that's why I'm actually excited to see Denver take on Miami because I think Miami's very similar too in that respect. I mean, Lavar just touched on it. You got Jimmy Butler. That's great. You got Nikola Jokic, that's great, and you've got these really good complementary pieces where other guys step up and can have some performances, whether it's at a, at a bio or you know you go and look at well, the Michael Porter a Jr. It's baller. Yeah, Michael Porter Jr. Yeah, is good. Jamal Murray is probably the next guy that comes to mind, though. Berto, I'm not sure if you watched in this series, but um, I mean, there's just there's so there's so many complementary pieces <laughs> on each. I mean, who saw Gabe Vincent shooting the way he did? Um, You're right. In the last game, like there were lights out.
4: <laughs> yeah, I I also like the fact that Denver, did you hear what Burdo said? Yeah, just, did you hear him in your ear queue? Yeah, definitely.
5: Uh, he's, all I heard was Michael Porter Jr. Uh, all
4: right, uh, tell me what you just said, Birdo. Yeah, uh, Jamal, what Murray. Jamal Murray. Yeah. <laughs> ah, ah, that's uh, a ah, fun
2: ah, fun content ah, behind the scenes ah, here. Oh a, boy, uh, on a Tuesday. That's
4: just, ah. Uh, <laughs> can you hit the button on yourself, please? <laughs> Pro, how can do you, you please get hit away the button? With this? Uh, is, please, uh, that's. <laughs> no, you don't want to hit it? No, you don't want to? <laughs> that's beyond the button. Uh, it's like, you, hey,
5: Burrow, I uh, uh, love you, bro, you Hey, need to where are the white out. women at?
4: Oh, no.
2: <laughs> yeah, Burrow, you
5: dude. need to take a timeout. Uh, you, like, um, you can't you – can't, don't, don't bring anything up for like mm, 10 seconds. It, yeah. it
2: was uh, it was funny, though. I, I I liked how Denver's approach last night was – all right, so we've got we've got them down three nothing. We could easily sort of cruise, get this back to Denver, and try and close them out in five. And they said, "No, nah, we're going to play seven guys, and we're going for it." And you know, LeBron we mentioned played every single minute of that game. Jokic only missed three minutes of that game. They clearly identified. Let's wrap this up. Let's get this over with. And Brady and I were talking yesterday, Levar, about the fact that the NBA has already said no matter what, the finals are starting on June first. Sweet, cool. So if Miami, uh, you know, closes the coffin on the Boston Celtics tonight, then we got to wait around eight days for the NBA finals to get here. Come on. it's, It's a bit much. Speed this thing up and let's get it over with.
4: It's a lot. And you would like for them to keep I would like for them to keep the rhythm and the momentum of of the schedule. I mean, right now I like how it's it's been flowing. Right. Like every day there's another game.
6: We have and, sports,
4: right? I, I just sports, yeah. I, I like it. You know, I know your your kids are, are, are doing oh, their thing. Those cats last kids, night. yeah, they're doing their thing. So, yeah. uh, you, you know, I I like the flow of it. I think when you get that break in time, it kind of lets the momentum die down. It's like that second week between Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, we sure
2: were there. Everything. We were hoping somebody got busted for like anything no, and no. then it, and then it turned out that it was Michael Irvin and we still don't have any clarity on what
4: yeah i about to say situation. what happened with Michael Irvin no idea huh
2: I have no idea what
4: happened hey by the way I was with Don Martin yesterday Shouts out to our guy what Don Martin so, and, and, and I just got to make sure I put this out there before we go any further in the show while it's on top of my mind thank you guys out there who listen to us and support our show um uh, we were talking yesterday and the success of our show, the growth of our show has been phenomenal and, and tremendous. And I know I'm probably speaking for both of us and you know, all three of us when when we when I say this. But I mean, it's it is so cool to have a, a visual a measurement of how 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 much work you put in and, and what you want to put out there as a product. Um, to to the people that are listening to us. So, before I go any further, I just wanted to make sure I let you guys know why it's like top of mind. Like it's super cool that you guys support our show, support us the way that you do. Yeah, pretty cool, man. Aww, yeah. I appreciate it. You know, while we're sitting here talking about you know speeches Speakers. and stuff, you know, in terms of winning and you yeah. know being in in sports and all that stuff, like I think that's pretty cool. Like where we're, know, we're for at. Those people
5: don't know Levar is a cuddler. He really I, is.
4: No, I'm a spooner. Like I'm. You're,
5: I'm you're, but I bet I'm, you're a big spoon and you could be a little spoon. You know. I can. The big guy needs to be spooned too.
4: That's very true. No, that's very true. I have been spooned. In fact, you guys should have saw the way I slept last night. It's one of the coolest ways of going to sleep ever. Yeah. Yeah. And didn't even know that I fell asleep that way. But I woke up, and and the cool thing about waking up so early for your show is that when you wake up and your arm is dead, like for about five six seven minutes oh that's oh, great that you know then it's like you know but it you wake up and it was like wow what an amazing position to fall asleep in and you know what like my arm is dead forever but it'll come back hopefully one day and How and much? it was worth it what was the position like um it's kind of it's like uh almost like i can't say it on air but what, what do okay you mean? all
7: right
4: yeah okay i mean because it could go wrong the way if i try to oh. explain it it could go well, wrong
5: especially with Berto, probably, right? Yeah.
4: What's,
2: yeah. I mean, welcome to the show. Yeah, because I, mean, I would have to give
4: details for it to make sense, and then if I gave the well, details, let's, then, Let's you know. start this way. Okay.
5: Were you on your stomach, your back,
4: or your side? I was kind of, I was on my right arm. So, your arm, kind right. It, it's kind of, put it to you like this. I, like, I, I, I cuddled her leg. <laughs> I cuddled her leg. Like, I went to sleep. Like, literally. Like, you know how you have, like, the body pillows?
2: Yeah. Well,
4: that was her leg last night.
2: was she on your arm, or were you on your arm?
4: She was on my arm, because I was holding her leg like a pillow.
2: Mm. Right. You're going to lose an arm. That's a hell of a way to go. It was out of there. It is. It's
4: it's coming back now. The feeling is coming back. But it was, sure enough, it was definitely worth it. I enjoyed it. (laughs) You can only imagine where I was laying.
6: Oh, I have that. Yeah, where it. my yeah. head was.
4: All right, okay. Yeah, just all right. Saying. Okay, that's, and that's where the story could have got bad going yeah. with the details of it. I you mean, know?
5: aren't you, well, all right. What? No, no, what? no,
4: no, Aren't I too tall for that? No,
5: no, 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 yeah. no. Yeah, I was I, just thinking. She's
4: about, long, my guy.
5: Yeah, I was thinking about any repercussions, like, you know.
4: Yeah, yeah, but you know what? I, 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 you know, if it happened, I was so dead to the world and sleep. I didn't even realize I fell asleep in, like, in that space. Like, we were watching Forensic Files. I mean,
2: you do do a show from 6 to 9 Eastern time. Yeah.
4: yeah. And I, well, I had just traveled back, to You know, you're so funny. What? You're so funny, Doc. Right. What do you mean? Yeah. It's 3 a.m. here, though. Yeah, I know. But yeah, I it's, yeah it, but, it, but, it, but it's, time. it's 6
5: to 9 East Coast.
4: Yeah. Yeah,
7: yeah. okay. Monday
5: through Friday, uh-huh. you do that show. <laughs>
4: yeah, that is true. <laughs> anyway, yeah. um... Yeah, I I enjoyed that five that spooning. Yeah, five days a week. Five days a week. Yeah, that's it. right. Yeah. Y'all are funny as f, man. You know what?
5: <laughs> I mean, I always knew you were never afraid to get down and dirty.
4: I'm just know? I'm just letting you know. Yeah. yeah, that's that's that that was my spoon position yeah. last night.
5: Caught up in the mix of it,
7: you know. I was Spoon City is yeah. a place. Spoon Think City a is a the place. Hood, you know.
5: <laughs> check, check the oil.
7: Yeah. You know? Oh no
4: oh no yeah okay all right well time for a break
2: <laughs> it's uh two pros and a couple as Jonas would say Radio. that
4: concludes our coverage <laughs> and
2: that'll wrap up that'll yes. wrap it up uh but uh, to Lamar's on. point uh for making us a part of your morning whenever you do as often as you do on the podcast whatever we do appreciate it so
4: absolutely that, uh,
2: yeah that means a lot to us and uh there's a lot of options out there and we like the fact that you're telling us none of them are as good as ours. So there's that. There's that fun stuff. Uh, it is Two Pros and a Cup of Joe here Fox Sports Radio. It's LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. We will take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific. Uh, we're going to have the usuals coming up later on. we got another edition of In Case You Missed It. We've got You In or You Out. We've also got Would You Rather. It's all yours, a Tuesday extravaganza here on FSR. But something is back in the NFL and we'll tell you what, other, what that is. That's next.
3: Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Witness the
0: dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury
2: the way tire buying should be.
7: Yeah. I get loose from the knees.
2: Two pros at a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Stocks with you here. Coming up in, we'll call it 20 minutes from now, from the TireRack.com studios. Somebody <laughs> wants to bring back an iconic moment in the world of sports. So we'll tell you what that is, again, 20 minutes from now here on FSR. But speaking of bringing something back, how about this? The old emergency third quarterback rule. Everybody remembers that little ditty. Apparently the NFL, upon seeing what happened in the NFC championship game between the Niners and the Philadelphia Eagles, have decided, you know what, now that we think about it, it kind of sucks that a team had to roll out Christian McCaffrey or whoever else it was to try and play quarterback because they were up against it when it came to Brian Mitchell in that position. Yeah, Brian Mitchell. Was that the I think they called that was it the body bag game? I think it was. Yeah, the Eagles uh Washington uh formerly the uh Washington, the Washington what? Yeah, the Washington R's. that, team. Uh, ours, that mm-hmm. team. I can't say. It. You can't. Okay. Uh but they were they called it the body bag game cuz they knocked out Philly knocked out all their starting quarterbacks and Brian Mitchell was playing uh quarterback. Who played receiver.
4: quarterback in college, but still. <laughs> you had to put a guy that doesn't wasn't <laughs> Practicing as a quarterback at, at the position.
2: By the way, the body bag game. I mean,
4: how about that? <laughs> what was that? What, Reggie White and Dr- Jerome, <laughs> Jerome Brown? i know those guys. Golick.
2: Yeah, mm. they, uh, they, Seth they,
4: Joiner, they smashed them.
2: Uh, but uh, the NFL is uh, the owners approved the return of the emergency third quarterback rule. It's going to allow teams to designate an emergency quarterback on game day without it counting as one of their fifty-three active players. It's applicable if the two other quarterbacks yeah, yeah, yeah. can't yeah, continue yeah, yeah. in a yeah, game. I, I,
5: I'll explain it. I, right. I saw in your notes how you kind of defined it. it. It's it makes it a little more confusing that way. So okay. this is all it is. Sorry You're about that. Dress-
2: I'm just trying to help you out, pal. Yeah, Yeah, no, I appreciate that. On they the
5: dress 46 guys uh, on, on NFL game days. You're now going to see a 47th player. That player is going to be the third-string quarterback. However, he cannot enter the game. All right. So how it typically works is you must have both your first and second-string quarterbacks. They've got to be injured, and they, can, they can't be able to go in and play. And when that first-string quarterback typically goes out, with an injury, that's when you're going to see the third string guy activated. If they if they realize that the the um excuse me the first string quarterback can't go back in, then at that point they'll activate the third string quarterback. They usually don't wait until the second string quarterback gets injured because at that point it would take up a long time in the process. So typically how it works, they go in, they literally sign this this sheet this form. You deactivate one player, activate the other. You submit it. And that's how it works forward. So it's a little bit of a misnomer because, again, not to not to like call you out Jonas, but like the way you had it played out is, well, the first and second needs to be then. it. It's like, well, it doesn't need to be. They'll, they'll activate the third string quarterback once they realize that the first string can't go back in and play. At that point, then he would be activated. But uh, the general point is this. It, it's awesome for the league because you now don't find yourself – in a scenario like we saw in a big game last year, with Brock Purdy going in there and not being able to do anything other than really hand the football off, and more so than that, it's it's a ama- like the, what was so short-sighted about the rule going away is is the the development of the quarterback position is paramount to any other position on the field. They're the faces of your franchise, and that's what this is about. Development in the sense of even if you've got a first string or excuse me a first uh, overall pick that you know is going to be the guy, it still sometimes helps to be able to have a capable two, but a third-string guy who is really just there as a veteran presence to help him out. Now, like Carolina, for example, kind of has that in Josh McCowan, where if he probably still wanted to play, like he'd be in that third-string quarterback spot. Like that'd be his role and his job. He's there to get you out of a game and to execute, but he's largely there to make sure he's helping that younger quarterback ahead of him understand how to break down film, prepare all those sorts of things, and kind of guiding him along. It also works for guys who are maybe a little bit more developmental. You don't have to activate them or or worry about putting them in a backup spot if they're not ready yet. And so it gives that guy more of a chance to not just practice during the week, but then travel with the teams too. Because you could say, well, for a practice squad player, those guys might be able to, you know, all that. Well, usually those guys don't travel then on the weekends, you know, once they go off to whatever game somewhere else. So you don't get to see the additional game planning and everything else that goes along with it. So it, to me, it's a rule that never should have went away. I'd love to hear an explanation as to why it did outside of trying to save some money. And it killed off a third of the quarterback position in the league. Because once they got rid of that rule, most teams of the 32 teams only kept two. And then they would have a practice squad quarterback that you know, may or may not at some point factor in or could be moved up to the active roster. Now you You should see every team keep three and potentially maybe even a fourth that they stash on their practice squad uh, just to help out with, with development and everything else too and maybe just to have an extra arm out there. So it, it, to me it's a huge win for quarterbacks in the NFL, young, old, all of the above. It should help everyone out.
4: I mean, I like the way the last part of that sounded because I love development. I mean, it's something that is so understated it's, it's not as prioritized. I mean, people talk about it, but they don't really live it. It's not really a priority, a necessity, like development, development. Like people want things ready-made. You know, it's crazy. They want kids in high school these days ready-made. If you go to a school like a modern day or a Bosco, they want you ready-made. When you go to a college, a major college, power fives, they want you ready-made. So when you get to the league, they want you ready-made. And 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 kind of development is a word that's used but is very loosely used because it's not really executed. And and so to hear that there's the possibility that because of this type of rule and and it creating that extra space for that position, you'd have to say potentially the the impact on the game as a whole could end up being astronomically high. I mean, it could really impact the way the NFL, what direction it goes in, in terms of the quality of play, just because you have the ability to develop players without them having the pressure of having to play. Like those guys are sitting at home on couches, or, or you know, trying to play in different leagues, yeah. whatever it may be, and now they're going to have the opportunity to get that development time. You know, you look at some of the the best. I'll give you one of the best quick examples off the top of my head is James Harrison. You know how many times that guy was cut and let go, went overseas, came back, didn't back up special teams, this that. That guy's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. And, and and so, he had an opportunity to develop, and and to to grow within the game. And then by the time he got an opportunity to start, he knew exactly everything that he needed to do to be able to have success within the game. And you take that and you do that with a quarterback. We'll start hearing about quarterback names that you might have forgot about when you heard them coming out from college. You hear about them. Four or five years later, six years later, and now they've turned into a a perennial Pro Bowl caliber player performer, all because they had the opportunity to develop and and have that time to to understand what what the game represents on and off the field, within the the, the meeting rooms and, and and how your teammates work, all those different things at the pro level. I think it's a great. I, I think it's it's great to to be able to have four. Like if you're hiding that fourth on your practice squad, which you you never know what's going to happen with that. That's probably a very expendable player. But that that third and fourth guy, if if these franchises are approaching this with the right mindset, that's that to me, that's the guy that's going to replace your franchise guy if anything were to happen, potentially moving far into the future, because you've developed that person. And and they know what you you know they know what you need they know what you want as a part of that team in particular because
2: at least at least you give you the option like the thing of like it does this just doesn't make sense to me is they tell you the quarterback position is the most important position in the NFL. Yeah, but you can only do it on our terms. You know, listen, we realize if you're in a tough spot, sorry, you got to roll out somebody who may have played quarterback in high school to try and bail you out of this situation. At least now you've got the option and the opportunity. I'm just wondering, has there been any discussion outside of, you mentioned the money issue, them trying to save money, Brady. Has there been any talk about why really the move was made? Like, what was it really about? Like the roster numbers, active players, et cetera, et cetera. What was it about when it came to the quarterback position?
5: Well again I, I don't know. I, all I can tell you is this is if there is a, a if you're looking at a third string player on a roster, what player is going to cost them the most money? Yeah. at that position quarterback: a quarterback. And so you know, maybe you get some guys to sign up for league minimum, but that's the only thing that I can think that comes to mind is you're probably going to save yourself at least half a million, a million bucks, something like that, maybe more. Who knows? Uh, I I just – I have no idea because you oftentimes, too, like you'll get a guy – like let's say you have three guys on the active roster. That fourth string guy, and he'll get some work in, but if he's in the practice squad, he can go throw for different drills that you have. You know, some of the limitations that you have as a coach is because you'd like to have a guy as a quarterback who's throwing the football, even on the defensive side of the ball. Like, hey, can we get a guy to come down here and throw something for us? Like, work on a, work on whatever period it is. You can't always go ones-on-ones. On ones. A lot of times you have to platoon during the course of a season. And to be able to have just a guy to go down and help out an extra arm, that's also something that's kind of, like, pivotal in all of it. So I, I don't know the, the justification for it. I think it was awful at the time. It literally killed off a third of the quarterbacks in the league because everyone transitioned like that. Like, I remember – um, because it changed over the course of my career, like I, I remember my rookie year, it happening, first game, very very first game of my career, it ended up happening.
2: Little Charlie Fry, baby.
5: That's right. Yeah. And I, and I was sitting there going, this is unbelievable. And I watched my quarterback coach Rip Shear. He went over. He got the. He's got his you know his clipboard thing. He had a little sheet on and all his stuff. Deactivated him. Derek Anderson was in. I was next up. And I thought to myself, wow, that was fast. <laughs> like, I mean, I was still like I, – I can distinctly remember the first game in college, first game in the NFL. Because until you see it from the perspective of like having your, your helmet on and looking out through it and you're in the uniform, and it's it's real. You really don't know how – like what that looks like. I remember in college like just running out through the tunnel and seeing that the crowd full and being in that position and thinking, this is so cool. And, you know, people yelling at me like, hey – Get the personnel, in, get the personnel, because I was supposed to be signaling personnel, and I'd signaled in, but then I'd like go back. Dial and the out,
4: section. be a fan, right? Yeah.
5: Well, I mean, it was just like it was first. the first time you ever saw it. You're just like so enamored with it. It's just different when you're a recruit. It's different. Then you get in the NFL, and I remember like just even going through warmups, and guys would be like, you know, they got the jumbotron up there showing players stretching and stuff before, and guys are like wrapping into the the camera and stuff, and I was like. Man, we this is really different. Like no one's like doesn't seem to be focused right now on 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 the game. Like they're over like signing autographs, talking to people, dapping it up, like just chilling on the sidelines. And then you get a little older, and you're like, yeah, these guys have been doing it for a while. Like they don't, you know, they've got their routine. Like they're they're comfortable, they're good at it. But I just remember like even that, and like the the fans and and everything else for for an opening game, and how different it was. But you kind of obviously snap out of it in that moment because it, it's a very sobering. Like okay, like now I, have to, now I have to get down to business. But it but that was the first time and I remember at the beginning of my career thinking, wow, like you could be a third string quarterback starting a game, and you legitimately could get thrusted into this thing. So you always have to stay ready. By the end of my career, it was not that. Most teams only kept two, and it was it was a tough conversation. Like I remember going out to Seattle Seahawks with Pete Carroll. And Tavares Jackson, God rest his soul, and myself had a, had a good preseason, both of us. And they called me at the end of, you know, I was the first time I ever got cut after being in the league seven years. And they called and said, hey, you got a great camp. You know, you're going to land somewhere else, but, like, we're only going to keep two right now. And that's just kind of the, the way a lot of teams are doing it. And I was like, damn. Like, that was not, like, my intent going into it. Like, I thought I was going to be a backup at a, you know, and obviously Russ was going to start that year. But And then that hit me. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, I, I I didn't think I was going to be off the team, especially with, you know, all the equity I'd built up there. So it's just, I, I don't know why it changed. It was, I think it was bad in a lot of ways for the league. And with the cut down off season, you need another quarterback in there to help with development. So that's why I keep going back to, it. it's going to be awesome for a lot of players in the league.
2: Yeah. Like, it does bring up uh, the point though, you know, now that all these jobs have opened back up for quarterbacks, you know. Like if there are certain quarterbacks that maybe are, are outside looking in, and now all of a sudden the window opens up and they've got a bunch of connections in the NFL, you know, it makes you wonder whose phone's going to ring. You know, Lavar? makes you wonder yeah, who's going to get a uh, Josh McCown. who's going to get a call from. Uh, he might be
5: the first like, some
2: teams in the NFL.
5: Quarterback, it's always coach a beautiful player. thing.
2: Yeah, you know, it just makes you wonder if uh, you know maybe. Somebody in, South, somebody in South Florida is going to be getting a call. Mm. Tom Brady, mm. like who's who? In South Florida, you know, somebody who's uh, well connected, knows a lot of people on? in the
7: league. Mm. You it's know, like, no, it's like, like Brady uh, Quinn.
2: Yeah, that's a great point, LaVar. I mean, that would be a great pool, right? All of a sudden, Mike McDaniel. Like, what would a conversation between Mike McDaniel uh, phoning out to Brady Quinn sound like? LeVar? All right, give me the ring. Give me the all right. ring. Give me the ring. da ding, ding. And I'll answer is Brady. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. <sighs> <sighs> fort
7: lauderdale fitness what's up hello brady good good morning to you (laughs) so this is like a cool little thing that's going on here i just wanted to call you and tell you this is coach mcdaniel yeah i've been enjoying the nba playoffs but i just wanted to make some time to get on the phone and talk to you about maybe a new opportunity that I'd like uh, (laughs) to present to you and see if you find any interest in wanting to be a part of the Miami Dolphins quarterback room. (laughs) I think we would really enjoy having your presence and your wisdom and your knowledge and... Your superior football acumen in our building. Hey,
5: hold on a second. Oh, oh, bird Hey, (laughs) Hey, coach, are
7: you vaping? Uh, Maybe just a little bit, Brady. Maybe just a little bit. You know. Do that that
5: impression again, Jonas?
7: Hold on, coach.
5: (laughs) (laughs) You vaping? (laughs) This this is how we talk. (laughs) ha, (laughs) ha, 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 ha. Why did y'all sound just
4: alike though? I mean, hold on. I well, was wearing impression of Jonas. Knox, uh, uh, now I'm uh, done.
5: Fox Sports Radio. It's Jonas Fox Sports Radio. Max.
2: Now I'm done. We are brought to you by Discover. At the end of your first year, Discover credit cards automatically double you all the credit though That's me. right. Everything you've earned doubled. Seriously see terms now and check it done. out for yourself at discover.com forward slash match. All right, two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. So coming up, somebody would like to bring back an iconic moment in sports. We'll tell you who that is. That's next.
3: Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week to plug you right into the NBA
0: grapevine.
4: All happening in only one place, This League Uncut, the new NBA podcast with me, chris haynes and me mark stein join us as we team up to expound on everything we're covering hearing and chasing
1: listen to this league uncut with chris haynes and mark stein on the iHeartRadio
0: app apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as infinity presents a new chapter in luxury
2: tire buying should be two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. Coming up top of next hour, 10 minutes from now from the TireRack.com studios. There is a move that's been made in the NFL that some people are not happy about. We'll tell you what that is. Again, 10 minutes from now here on FSR. Before we get to another edition of In Case You Missed It, though, want to let you know we are brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com
3: Sometimes you can't get to everything in the world of sports or entertainment. Good thing the guys are here to bring you, in case you missed it.
2: And for that, we turn it over to our executive
1: producer Lee d d lap Guys, after 19 seasons 10 NBA All-Stars, 6 All-NBA selections. Good morning LeVar, good morning Brady, good morning Jonas Carmelo Anthony has finally announced his retirement, and of course, the adult website Cam Soda has taken advantage of the opportunity (laughs) as they usually do to offer Mr. Cam, Mr. Carmelo Anthony, a one-year, two hundred fifty thousand dollar contract to be their CBO, that standing for Chief Ball Officer. As Chief Ball Officer, he would be spearheading the model recruitment and recruiting or uh, consulting on a banana boat scene. What?
2: What is this site called?
1: It's Don't you, ca- you ever mention banana boats! It's the same boats. site that always jumps on these opportunities to offer uh, offer contracts to athletes. It's called Cam Soda.
4: <laughs> you hear me? Don't you ever mention banana
2: boats! <laughs> All right. one, no. one year, $250,000. I mean... It's not bad. Yeah, you know? Why Why not? Um, he, he, listen, he had a great career. Just the problem is, I think people are going to look at Carmelo and go, Yeah, well, he never won
4: a championship. It, you know? The problem is, is they're always going to hold him to a standard next to LeBron, LeBron yeah. because they came into the same draft. So and Dwayne Wade and D Wade, yeah, yeah. There's a couple others in that draft class too, but yeah. yeah, yeah.
5: He had one of, the – I guess, for a, a one and done, arguably the greatest season right you could put together at the college level
4: oh absolutely at the college level yeah he
5: was phenomenal nba level one of the the better scores that i've ever seen super prolific yep
4: yeah and it's just crazy because he won't be judged off that maybe until he gets a little bit further away from the game just because of the the brilliance of of lebron and like you said the Dwayne Wade, I mean, they had a brilliant career. Because there was a time he was the best scorer in the NBA, where oh, yeah. if you gave
2: him oh, yeah. the ball, he was scoring. scoring. You couldn't stop it. Yeah. And I, I think people kind of lose sight of that. They just focus on you know the comps, uh, as we've mentioned. Uh, what else we got, Lee?
1: Some NFL news. Green Bay has been selected to host the 2025 NFL Draft, and Levi's Stadium in Santa Clara has been selected to host Super Bowl LX, Super Bowl 60. How about mm. that? huh? Green Bay. Getting so
5: a that wasn't the one that was up for debate. Isn't isn't the one sixty one. Isn't that the one between L.A., Miami? There's a few places bidding on that. That nope. hasn't been decided. A little
2: L.A. versus Miami. there a little yeah. battle. Like, just yeah. put it in Miami. Like just L.A. can't handle this stuff. All right. The traffic, the road closures. It's, it's not terrible I still know
5: if people care out there, you know, do they what care? Do you, do? you
2: think people here don't like football? Is that what you getting at? That's
3: eh, Chargers fans.
5: What? Oh, oh come no. on!
3: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
0: Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury: the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City.